Welcome to Straight Talk with Kathy, your go-to source for health and wellness discussions from one of our country's leading motivational speakers, Kathy Robinson Pickett. And now, without further delay, here's Straight Talk with Kathy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's Straight Talk with Kathy. I'm your host, Kathy Robinson Pickett, and I'm a woman with something to say, and as usual, I have a lot to say. This week, we're going to talk about bullying as part of our back to school um, podcast series. Now, if you're someone who's listened to our show over the last few years, you know this is a topic we've done a number of times. We've done specific shows uh, for young gay youth that have been bullied. We've done shows for older people, workplace issues, uh, religious issues. We've also done uh, consequences of mental health and suicide and those kinds of things. This week's show, I want to focus on both the bully and the bullied. And I also want to focus on parents and teachers and resources and how we get help for people on either side of the coin. Because until we can help both sides, we certainly don't stand a lot of chance of stopping the spread of bullying in our country, which is just absolutely at epidemic proportions. We know that every time we turn on the TV every day, there's another story of something explosive happening in a school, in a church, in a community organization. So these strategies and skills are definitely something we have to start working on as a community, not just as parents alone on an island somewhere. So I hope you'll find this show useful. We will definitely have lots and lots of resources on our website for you to be able to tap into and find tons and tons of more information out there because there's just all kinds of strategy techniques and things that will help you have those conversations. I certainly know a lot about bullying as a parent of a child that was bullied tremendously in elementary school. Lindsay and Garrett both were in the public eye, so to speak, when they were young. Obviously, their mom was a pretty big figure in the small area that we lived in in Florida, um, a big target, maybe you would like to like to say. And, uh, you know, we were bullied as a family, actually, obviously, with some of the stuff that happened to us. But Lindsay particularly was a target in school. And she, from pre-K through fifth grade, had just struggled with hard times and with kids and not having a lot of friends and being the target of class bullies, being the target of jokes, being the target of just mean behavior. It actually got to a point that my mom basically volunteered full-time in their school so that someone was there to know what was going on and give Lindsay a sense of protection. And how it changed for us was moving. Uh, when we decided to move to Lakeland, Lindsay was finishing fifth grade and headed to sixth grade. And that summer, we just worked with her. We worked with her on skills of how to stand up for herself, how to avoid situations, what not to talk about, what to talk about. And we just really, it was like going to school every day. Steve worked with her nonstop. I worked with her. And I have to say that Dr. Freed, who lives in Lincoln, was just a great resource for us for some tools and some strategies for Lindsay. And it turned her whole life around. And she blossomed 
academically, um, continues to be an A student in grad school, but really it was that summer between fifth and sixth grade, our working with her on a daily basis to build up her self-esteem, to build up her strategies so that she could march to the beat of her own drummer, which she absolutely does, but do so confidently and without feeling intimidated by other people. So understand that I definitely know where I'm coming from when I talk as a parent and I know how hard it can be to be the parent of a child who finds themselves in those situations. Sometimes as parents, we we don't even recognize our kids are in bad situations. We think that their behavior at home is just the way kids that age act because we hear on TV the terrible twos or we hear about, you know, the, the hard time girls have in third and fourth grade. So sometimes we just chalk it up to normal kid behavior. And so how do you know the difference? Well, the only way to know the difference is to ask the questions. And certainly a lot of times kids aren't going to give you the honest answer, at least not the first 10 times you ask the questions. But some red flags that you can certainly be on the lookout for are lack of motivation, vagueness in their conversation with you. When you ask them questions, they don't tell you really real answers to those unusual behaviors at home. Uh, maybe they're hiding things or isolating themselves. Maybe they're making up stories about friends that you've never met or never see, but they seem to have these relationships going on that, that just don't seem to really be real to you. Returns home from schools or activities with damaged items, missing belongings, broken school bags, missing shoes, missing gold chains, those kinds of things, changes in their personality, eating habits, uh, changes in the way they eat, not eating at all or hoarding food. It can go either way. Absolutely extremes are, are what you're looking for oftentimes. Changes in their schoolwork, changes in their grades, depression, and certainly if you have see any suicidal adulations at all, that's a red flag for every single thing to intervene immediately. Lack of interest in school, not wanting to go to school, not wanting to go on the field trip, not wanting to go to extracurricular activities. Those kinds of things are, are big red flags that a conversation should happen. What if your child is the bully though? And guess what? Every bully has some parents and none of us want to think that our child could possibly be the one doing the bullying. But some red flags if you're on the other side, if your children are violent, if they're violent with pets or animals, if they're kick people, hit people, hit, use vacuum cleaner cords or hoses to hit other people or younger children, even older children needs to be number one in everything they do. No matter what, they have to be the best. Frequent detentions, get, getting called to the principal's office. They have extra money or things they can't explain how they got. They got a PS3 and you know you didn't buy it. They've got new shoes. They've got a different backpack. Something that you know you didn't give them money for and that no one else gave them as a gift in your house. There's something that's a huge red flag that something's going on. Blames others for all their behaviors. Doesn't accept responsibility for their actions. Um, hangs out with kids that you know are bullies, that you see their actions are bad. Those are certainly all red flags that something is going on that's just not the best thing in the world, right? So what do you do? How do you support kids? How do you intercede? Well, first off, if you are 
an adult figure and you are with a group of kids, two or more, whether it's an after-school activity, Little League, your Girl Scout troop, your Sunday school class, or just a group of kids at your house. If you see an act of bullying going on, you must intercede immediately. You must stay calm. You must break up the situation. You must get the facts. Don't question the kids in front of each other. At somehow separate them. Find out what's going on. You have to be the calming factor in the situation. If something's occurred that is dangerous, there's sometimes you're going to have to intercede with a third party. Let's hope that none of us find ourselves in that situation. But if a weapon has been presented, whether it's a knife or a gun or nunchucks, something that can do bodily damage and has been threatened against someone, if there's ever a sexual um offense of some sort, then you're going to have to call in someone else to help you out. If someone's been hurt physically, a broken nose, serious cuts, bruises, something where there's actual physical damage done to, to someone else, you're definitely, definitely have to call in um, someone else to come in and, and help you with this situation. Or if there's been anything stolen, extortion, um, you know, when you see old movies and you see bullies beating kids up for their lunch money, <laughs> well, it's on a much bigger scale today than that sometimes. And so there are some times that you definitely have to consider calling in a third-party response. If you're a teacher and you're in a classroom setting or in a school setting and you see that you have the potential to have problems in your classroom, well, what can you do? First off, a support system for the child that's the victim. How do you help that child? Well, you first build that kid up. You you compliment them. You ask them questions you know they can give the answer to, those sort of things. Uh, understand that you need to somehow contact a parental figure to let them know that you feel this kid may need some extra support at home, those kinds of things. You certainly may need to make a referral to your guidance counselor or your school psychologist, depending on the situation. Um, and you have to stop the behavior. You must put an end to what behavior is going on in your class. Sometimes that's as simple as, as calling it down and putting a stop to it. Boom, boom, boom. Right then. It's something minor. You end it and you pay attention for a couple of days and you realize that you've taken care of it. Unfortunately, oftentimes it's not that easy. And sometimes the the bullying that's going on is an undercurrent. It's nothing specific, but you have the feeling, you can see actions are happening that just aren't right with certain classes or with groups of students. So there are different ways to handle that. And some of the best ways and strategies that I've seen used are group projects where you decide that everybody's going to read a book and that book is on bullying and you have a discussion around it. Um, you, sometimes it involves scrapbooking something, um, doing a character counts kind of poster contest. Maybe it's talking about what a good friend is. I, one of the best programs I've ever seen is it's a character education. It's Character Counts and their website's charactercounts.org. And they just have some great activities on their ways to have discussions with kids about what makes a good friend, about what makes a safe environment, what traits are appropriate in good citizenship. Unfortunately, we don't teach that anymore. 
You know, when we were in school, we actually had good citizenship. We had citizenship on our report card. Uh, my third grade teacher, Mrs. Bates, that was something she hammered on to us every week. We did a different um, value and character kind of thing. And somewhere we've let that go oftentimes in our elementary and our middle schools. And I think that there are ways to bring that back and use them as writing prompts or different things that are certainly age appropriate develop a game, um, maybe something that will allow a whole interaction with a classroom. There's all kinds of skills that are readily available on the internet um, that will give you ideas and tips, whether you're the parent, the teacher, just an adult figure that's around. It's really important there are some things that need to be avoided no matter what mistakes, and that's never tell a kid to avoid being bullied um, or to ignore what's happening to them because that doesn't work. Something has to be done to stop it. And so we want kids to know that they need to tell. We want kids to know that they need to seek out assistance. Don't blame the child for being bullied. Um, even if he or she provoked the bullying in some way, no one deserves to be bullied. Don't tell the child that phys to physically fight back in any way against the kid. Certainly we could lend somebody to be the person to get suspended or expelled, and they're just trying to defend themselves. We want them to reach out for help and assistance. Uh, parents should resist the urge <laughs> to contact the other parents involved. It may make matters worse. If you think that parents need to be involved, then you need to go through the third party, through the school, through the teacher, through the guidance counselor, someone that can kind of mediate the situation. Uh, there are other things that you definitely want to avoid. You don't want to um, lose your cool. You don't want to raise your voice. You don't want to question the kids that are involved in front of each other. You don't want to question the bystanders and make them have to seem like they're choosing sides because that sets them up to be the next victim. Um, you, you don't want to incite anything that can make the matters grow. And so it's just important to always keep that even keel when you're dealing with bullying and you're trying to interject and, and intercede. Um, it's really important that you respond with consistency and that you respond quickly to situations. The last thing I want to talk about briefly, because I know we're running out of time already, is cyberbullying. It's so important these days to know what your children are doing online, to know who they're talking to. Understand that cyberbullying doesn't just happen on Facebook or MySpace. It can happen through text messages. It can happen through voicemails. It can happen on all kinds of internet sites that you've never even heard of. So it's important, no matter how old your child is, that you're checking their computer history, that you're watching what's going on on their Facebook, on their MySpace, that you are having conversations about what's inappropriate and what's appropriate. Understand that people that bully people uh, through cyberbullying oftentimes would never, ever, ever say the things or behave the way they are in person, but that anonymity that being behind a keyboard and a computer screen or behind a cell phone gives them opens up a door to a whole new level of meanness. And when we talk about mean girls, um, 
because oftentimes the bullying that occurs on internet is, is girls, although it certainly can be boys too. But the level of things, if you pay attention, um, is unbelievable. So it's just so important to pay attention to what your kids are doing online and what's being said to them and what they're saying to other people. There's not enough time in in the world for me to cover everything we need to cover today. So what I want to say is there's some really important resources out there. There's a few that I use regularly that I want you to know about. The first one is National Safe Place and it's www.nationalsafeplace.org. This organization is amazing. They have stuff on bullying, running away, sexual orientation, orientation, pregnancy, assault, rape, suicide, dropping out of school, drugs, eating disorders, you name it, they deal with it. But they have a program that I think is absolutely positively one of the most amazing things going, and it's a text for help program. And you text the word SAFE and your location, your address, your city, your zip, um, to 69866, and it's all on their website. And I encourage teachers, uh, preachers, little league coaches to have that website to have that information as a resource for for kids and and parents alike um, another really important resource out there that I think is great is stopbullying.org. It's actually a government website. It has tips on preventing bullying. It's got stuff for teachers and parents, um, strategies to talk to both the bully and the bullied. It's really got some great information on it. There's a really good book out there. It's called the Bully, the Bullied, and the Bystander and from preschool to high school. And it teaches parents and teachers how they can help um, break the cycle of violence. And I'll have the information on that on, on the Facebook page as well. PBS.org, amazing stuff there. The National PTA website, tons of information on there uh, under the topic of violence and bullying. Um, bullyfree.com is another great website that has tips for parents, teachers, and students, strategies for both sides. There's just so many um, places out there that you can get information. But one place that I really have over the years used a lot is www.charactercounts.org and another site that's great for a group of kids that get left out a lot these days and that's our military kids and it's www.militarykidsconnect.org and so these resources and more will be listed on our Facebook page in our notes section please know that this is a topic we're not going to let go that we're going to continue to talk about there's just so much um, information and resources out there that can help you so please reach out for those please have these conversations with your children you can reach us online on our website at www.straighttalkwithkathy.com. You can reach us on Facebook at our fan page at Straight Talk with Kathy. You can reach us on Twitter at Straight Talk Pod. And you can um, reach us anytime in the iTunes store to hear our older podcast on this topic and so much more. And so until next week, until the next time, continue. Always remember. Be the boss of your brain.